This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Tuesday, December 6th. This is episode 397. My name is Dan Ellis and I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts. Mr. Ryan Duffy. Oh, I missed your beautiful faces. And Mr. Taylor Grin. Wait, but who's the other awesome co-host? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's right. You had been relegated to a guest for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? We haven't, we haven't chatted for a couple weeks because uh, holidays and then I was out of town for work. Uh, what's what's shaking? Uh, let's start with Taylor. Ooh. Um, it's gotten really cold. It's like almost zero degrees centigrade out here or Celsius Ooh. rather, which is like, I don't know, 30, 32, 32 Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that man. Um, it's, it's wild. Like it's really misty, like Stephen King, Silent Hill misty out here in or, the mornings or now. Or Stephen King's The Mist. Yeah. Well, that, that was a reference. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King comma or Silent Hill misty. <laughs> Um, <laughs> God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> uh, it's like an HP Lovecraft novel out here. So, um, like the, the whole name of that, the name of that book and or show would be totally different, right? If it was instead of the mist, it's the misty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's just my rule 34 search. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's it, life is life. I've been really fucking busy at work, uh, but it's been kind of a good busy. Uh, let's see. I've been trying uh, without saying too much. I have been looking into the legality of trying to find a way to Cook publish map? some tabletop game stuff online and not do that for th free but also mm. not break the rules of my work visa, which required that I not have alternate sources of income. Yeah. So I am exploring options as to how the fuck to make that work because I really want to publish some stuff, but I also don't want to do it for free. So, yeah. Um, but that theoretically could be fun because I'm, I'm developing a, like a hack of the Pathfinder tabletop system that I think is going to be really fun. And it's uh, like the game that I have wanted to play for a very long time. And uh, I'm slowly making that a reality. So that'll be cool if when it happens. Awesome. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, how about, how about you, Mr. Uh, Duffy? Well, I mean, I mean, my life is my life. It's, 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 it's a normal life, but I got something funny that I wanted <laughs> to share with you guys. Hey. Okay. And I had to remember this because I was all excited to tell this story last week. Okay. And I realized, fuck, Dan's gone. We're not recording. I've got to remember this for another full fucking week. <laughs> no. So last week, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm coming home from work. Uh -huh. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at this light waiting to turn left. And I hear this weird noise coming from behind me. 
I'm like, someone's screaming. Then I slowly realized the person screaming at me and the words that this old man is just going off on and doing a, like, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. What? I got a guy, an old man sitting behind me in traffic, clapping out his, like hanging out his window, clapping and screaming, let's go, Brandon, because I have a Biden 2020 sticker on my truck. Oh my God. And he's not just doing it like, He's doing it so like everyone within a block can hear him. This guy is screaming at the top of his fucking lungs, like two cars behind me. Oh my god! And to the side. I ever and since so, I've been a child, I've hated that cadence too. Oh like yeah. At school rallies and shit. I just fucking it's so adolescent. Yeah. But get this. So I'm in I'm in the left turn, and then he's in the straight lane. It's like right next to me, but he's a few cars behind. In the intersection I'm at, you get. It doesn't do the left turn arrow right off the bat. It's at the end of the light. Mm -hmm. So his light turns green and he's going forward. And as he's passing me, he is driving and still hanging out the fucking window, clapping and screaming, let's go, Brandon. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be driving your fucking car right now. And you're hanging out the window to clap and scream, let's go, Brandon, at me. Sounded like I you so triggered wanted a, to get out of the. Sounds like you triggered oh. a snowflake. I so wanted to say that to him, being like, oh, are you <laughs> triggered by something? And how, like, you look like an older man. Just say what you want to fucking say. I will have no problem saying, fuck Donald Trump to your face. So you should have no problem saying, fuck Joe Biden to mine. Mm -hmm. And if you think an old man incessantly screaming, let's go, Brandon, while clapping and hanging out his car window makes me offended, I feel sorry for you. Yep. <sighs> That's my first run-in with that, to have someone actually going ape shit like that. It just makes me want to put the fuck uh, uh, Trump sticker back on my car again. It's one, of those, it's one of those guys who whose IQ matches his age. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining he was probably maybe in his early 60s, I was guessing. Yeah. What a... <laughs> It's just, that's so fucking funny. I, I'm trying to remember where, where I was. I think I was just driving to the car wash and this person behind me just started honking and, and waving and ranting and everything. And I'm guessing it had something to do with my atheist license plate. Like that's the only thing I could think of, but oh, they, they like, swung out into the lane next to me and started screaming and waving and everything. And this was just a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it's happened more than once to me in the past, but this was fairly recent. And the only thing I can think is that it was because of the atheist license plate, but like people are losing their fucking mind over the stupidest little shit. Oh yeah. Well, the funny thing is he didn't get upset about a satanic temple sticker. Uh, I got a big Wisconsin state sticker on the back of my car. I got the, the, the tabs for Iraq and Afghan veteran on my car right next. I, I purposely put those on there right next to the Joe Biden one to be like, yes, I'm a veteran and I voted for <laughs> Joe Biden. You motherfuckers. Uh -huh. I did that intentionally. Yeah. He didn't he have a problem apparently with the satanic temple sticker. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a problem with Wisconsin. Me being, you know, not a person from Utah, but Joe Biden, right. that fucking got his fucking blood boiling. Damn. Well, you know, the only reason that you that you would want Joe Biden to be president is because you're a member of the Satanic Temple, 
And you want that demonic Joe Biden, Brandon Feller in office taking away all of our rights. Wait, is he Catholic? Deep state. Yeah. (laughs) Catholics are just the antichrist if you're uh, evangelical. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's not a whole lot new with me. Uh, Our garage door is still fucky. Well, I did go to, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's super fucky. Like, it seems to be getting worse. We're having a hard time getting the garage door to close now. Uh, and so I have the garage door company coming again tomorrow to work on the door again to see if they can fix it so that we can continue using it up until the date of our installation, which we learned last week should be right around the beginning of January. Uh, I got an email. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. I I got a message from them and I mean, it's a lot sooner than we thought it would be. I was thinking probably not until March sometime. I was waiting for you to say July. <laughs> well, when we first signed, I think they told us it could be up to twelve weeks. Uh, so this will be okay. this will be like shorter than that. <laughs> but um, uh, they should be coming tomorrow to do something else to help the door. It just keeps getting bound in the tracks, and I'm sure it's because it's bowed out at the bottom. So they it's going to be another guy with a hammer. Probably. <laughs> they, <laughs> uh, we hit this this way, and then we will move over to this side, and we'll hit this one. And oh, nope, that didn't fix. Let me hit this one again. Yeah, I'm guessing that what they'll do is just install another support strut toward the bottom of the door so that all of the panels are in line with each other. Because yeah. when my mother-in-law backed into it, she made the bottom section of the door bow outward, you know, bow out toward our driveway. And so as the door is you know, when, once it's up, as it, as it starts to come down and it's on the tracks, those bottom sections are bowed outward. And so it's because the shortest, yeah, because the shortest distance between two points is a straight line and that part of the door is no longer straight. It's, it's putting too much pressure on the tracks and then on the door and, and opener itself. And so it's triggering like a resistance, uh, safety Mm -hmm. feature that if the door meets too much resistance, it'll just back up. And so I'm hoping that they'll just be able to put another support strut on one of their, on one or two of the bottom sections to make them straighter so that that won't be an issue anymore. Because as it is right now, like whenever we try to close the door, there's a lot of trial and error of pulling on panels as the door starts to move. And so the door's hanging overhead and you're yanking down on the door to try to straighten it out a little bit as it's moving down, which is a little scary because... Yeah. <laughs> Big heavy metal door that you're tugging on that's overhead. Hopefully they'll get that fixed. Um, yeah. I did mention that I was... It's really weird that they're so flamboyant, you know, that they have to <laughs> strut their stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Put a lot of pressure on the rails, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was in the D.C. area last week uh, and saw the Bladensburg Cross, so that's yeah. fun. Um and, oh, I've, I learned something interesting I need to tell you guys in the break because I don't know that it's a lot of public information yet. Ooh, we gossip later. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah. David Silverman did what? <laughs> With what kind of? <laughs> With a coconut? What? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um but yeah, we'll get to that. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit that happened just today in the news. Then we want to oh, try yeah. to cover a lot of it. There's a lot of stuff that has happened over the last couple of weeks. A lot of stuff that happened just today, and 
we want to try to cover as much as possible. So we're going to make this a brief intro and we'll talk about those newsy items when we get back from this little break. This is Shalise Blythe with the Satanic Temple and the National Director of the After School Satan Club. For more information on how you can start a club in your area, visit afterschoolsatan.com. You are listening to The Godless Revolution. You know, you put on the whole armor of God and they will not be able to break your spirit. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, real quick, I wanted to say that I know masks work. I'm going to bear my testimony about how masks work and that Jesus Christ is real mm. and that my mom and dad love me. Uh, and Joseph Smith mm. was a prophet. Um no, I know. <laughs> it's a lot of there's a lot of groaning from the other uh, former Mormon in in the in the chat. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, I told you guys during the break that uh, while I was in D.C., like I wore a mask the whole time on the plane, in the airport, for most of our meetings and everything. And one of the people who flew out there from Utah uh, was sick, and she blamed it on probably getting something on the airplane i'm guessing she picked up something during thanksgiving but that's just me um but following that just about everybody who attended our off-site meetings is now sick except yours truly who wore a mask on the plane mm. and in the meetings and in the airports but and dan if if underwear can't even stop a fart from smelling how can a mask do anything <laughs> yeah. well marjorie <laughs> there's a difference between <laughs> a gas and <laughs> uh yeah so so that's just a little aside um before we start into more newsy stuff i also wanted to address a message that we got from a longtime patron of the show uh somebody Ooh. Somebody that we've known and has been a fan of the show for a very long time. We received a message from Freethinker215, who their moniker currently on Patreon is the patron formerly known as Freethinker215. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow, we this just talked about this during the interim. listening, but it's, yeah, we, <laughs> that's terribly relevant. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we were just talking. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't even make that connection until just now. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, so his yeah. message, his message says, uh, by the stars, blasphemous blessings and secular salutations. I have very much enjoyed listening to and financially supporting the podcast for these past several years. Woefully and with a heavy heart, I am unable to continue. Somehow it feels too easy, vague, and convenient to refer to such reasons as, quote, life changes, end quote. Though this relationship may be parasocial for me, you all are deserving of a more thoughtful response. My decision is due to lifelong and ongoing cognitive challenges. I have chosen to reallocate resources away from podcasts— financial in time, but more burden, burdensomely mental and emotional, towards combating these challenges head-on and with greatest priority. Patreon no longer enables a feature allowing, Patreon, allowing patron users to pause their memberships. I hope to one day return. Thanks for showing and sharing your humor and sarcasm, critical thinking and skepticism, inclusivity and kindness, and empathy and love. I have especially found happiness in listening to people though thousands of miles away, that I could really understand and relate to and who I hoped could do the same with me. 
Despite having never met any of you in person, you all have given me a real sense of belonging, not just within the atheist podcast slash listener community. Sincerely, with the most sincerest sincerities, <laughs> Freethinker215 and The Simpsons. Uh, and then uh, they also put that a response is not necessary or expected. In fact, I was trying to send this message via the Patreon message portal and then delete my accounts so any responses would not be received. However, apparently Patreon can't just delete them. They state it will take two weeks before my accounts will be permanently deleted. I kind of wanted to ghost... I kind of wanted to ghost you like going cold turkey on a toxic relationship or avoiding closure on a healthy one. But now it's just awkward because I must wait for my accounts to be fully deactivated. Patreon has always sucked donkey balls in that way. It seems a fitting end. <laughs> and then and then they say that uh, if they've befriended us on Facebook, their desire is to reactivate their account. And then they say that by the stars is a Stargate SG-1 reference and donkey balls was borrowed from the Expanse. And I've been saying donkey balls for a very long time, uh, like back since just after high school. So it it proceed it preceded uh, the expanse by a good twenty five years or more. Oh yeah. And well, I was thinking that was a stars and stones reference, and then yeah, there you go. There's the clarification. So shit, man. Well, I don't need a, a Christmas gift now. That's uh, <laughs> shit. That was a very, very I, kind I, message. I, I really appreciate that, Freethinker215. Um, we've we've communicated separately on Facebook and in messages a couple different times, um, and we are sad to see you go, but understand completely and wish you well and hope to see you back here in the near future. And also that we hope you do reactivate your Facebook account because I, I checked earlier and you are indeed still on in my friends list, though it shows that your account is currently inactive. So I hope I, you I would probably do well and, and that we see you back here sometime soon. Yeah. I'd say I would add this, that if Freethinker215, if you are going into other avenues of, uh, uh, you know, getting out there and taking down the man or religion, as we call it, um, <laughs> And and you got something that you're doing and taking part in. I, I think I don't just speak for myself, but the, all three of us that we would love to have you on the show to talk about it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was, and and I was just going to say sorry. real quick, there was an incident in the past um, that was one of our that was one of the dialogues that I had back and forth uh, with with Freethinker Two One Five um, that I tried to get them on the show in the past, and they were. A little reluctant to do so i think maybe a little camera shy maybe not wanting a lot of attention but uh yeah we're always open to having you on the show in the future if there's something you'd like to talk about and wish you well for sure and i'm sorry what were you going to say taylor i was just going to say yeah and, and stay in touch with us on the page like one of the one of the things that um i've noticed is that we have kind of a small amount of interaction on the page but a lot of um listeners following us like like directly on social media and Lately, especially being, you know, an ocean away, I've been kind of considering scaling back considerably my social media presence um, and, and distancing myself a little bit more from just that online space. So I don't know. I would encourage you all to interact with us and with each other a little bit more in the in our Facebook group just because of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be one good thing, especially in the holiday season. A lot of people in our kind of community have, you know, 
rough patches with their family, it might be good to be family for each other in that avenue. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But yeah, we appreciate uh, all of your support of the show over the years and uh, hope that you are doing well and, and will continue to do well and, and continue to improve and that everything works out for you and with that we'll see you back as a supporter sometime in the future. And if not, that's totally fine as well. We, we really appreciate all the support you've given us over the years. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just thought that was a very nice message and wanted to offer a sincere thank you in response to that on the show. But yeah, turning turning to the news, I can't think of a good way to segue from that. Sorry. Oh, we, we should put that in the Patreon extra section. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> and then they'll never hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there was a thing that I noticed in the news today. Um that I caught wind of and posted and have been having some discussions online about it with, with various and sundry people, a lot of people that I like, uh, where we have some reasonable uh, disagreements about little things about it. But this story comes to us from the Washington Post. The headline says, Restaurant Refuses Service to Christian Group, Citing Staff Dignity. Uh, it says that a restaurant in Richmond last week canceled a reservation for a private event being held by a conservative Christian organization citing the group's opposition to same-sex marriage and abortion rights. Quote, we have always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe, and this was the driving force behind our decision. Read an Instagram post from Metzger Bar and Butchery, a German-influenced restaurant in the Union Hill neighborhood whose kitchen is helmed by co-owner Brittany Anderson, a veteran of TV cooking shows including Top Chef and Chopped. Quote, many of our staff are women and or members of the LGBTQ plus community. All of our staff are people with rights who deserve dignity and a safe work environment. We respect our staff's established rights as humans and strive to create a work environment where they can do their jobs with dignity, comfort, and safety. So the group that they um, disinvited or canceled their reservation for was a group called the Family Foundation. <clears throat> Apparently the family... run amok. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the Family Foundation was set to host a dessert reception for supporters on November 30th. Um, and the group's president, Victoria Cobb, wrote in a blog post mm. describing the incident. Uh, about an hour and a half before it was slated to start, one of the restaurant's owners called to cancel it. And wrote, as our VP of operations explained that guests were arriving at their restaurant shortly, she asked for an explanation, Cobb wrote. Sure enough, an employee looked up our organization and their wait staff refused to serve us. Uh, the article continues and says the Family Foundation is based in Richmond and advocates for policies based on biblical principles. It is lobbied against same-sex marriage and abortion rights. In an interview, Cobb said that since she posted about it, she has heard from people alarmed by the story and from other dining establishments, making it clear they would be welcome. Quote, a lot of people are outraged that a restaurant wants to make a litmus test at the door, she said. Everyone should be concerned that people are being denied service based on their politics. Is it based on your politics or your hatred of others? <laughs> so you know, I want to read. I'm really. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I'm really opposed to like. Men wearing dresses, grooming young children. I mean, Catholic priests really have to be stopped. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 
I want to read the post that, that Metzger Bar and Butchery put up on their Instagram uh, page. It says, Metzger Bar and Butchery has always prided itself on being an inclusive environment for people to dine in. In eight years of service, we have very rarely refused service to anyone who wished to dine with us. Recently, we refused service to a group that had booked an event with us after the owners of Metzger found out it was a group of donors to a political organization that seeks to deprive women and LGBTQ plus persons of their basic human rights in Virginia. We have always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe, and that was the driving force behind our decision. Many of our staff are women and or members of the LGBTQ plus community. All of our staff are people with rights who deserve dignity and a safe work environment. We respect our staff's established rights as humans and strive to create a work environment where they can do their jobs with dignity, comfort, and safety. So what are your guys' initial thoughts about this situation? It's hard to think about because on one hand, I don't want to be, say, you must provide service. But, I mean, you're in the public space providing a service. Mm-hmm. Which is also why I brought up the other case right now with the uh, that's going on in the Supreme Court right now, where you have the lady with the website who is trying to say she, and mind you, this she hasn't started doing this business yet, but yet she's got a court case in front of the Supreme Court because if she does start doing this business, she doesn't want to have to make websites for gay weddings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I would say you are opening this service up, and you don't have to do anything else. You're just putting this website out, making that platform. Uh, you shouldn't be allowed to discriminate because where does it stop? When are we going to get to the point where it's a restaurant, maybe, or a service that says we don't want to serve black people anymore? It's against our, like, or you're a mixed race couple and we don't want to serve you. Mm-hmm. It jumps down a bad rabbit hole of who gets to decide who gets to get served and how do you make the difference between yes we can serve you and no we can't serve you based on our beliefs and rights i would say in this case though when it's a group that is politically active active in actively denying the rights to a lot of the people in the restaurant and they do not physically feel comfortable in that situation is different than saying no we won't serve you if it was like, no, we will serve you. If you came into our restaurant on your own, we'll serve you. But when you're doing this to raise money as a fundraising event to actively discriminate against our employees, that's where we have a problem. Mm-hmm. I think if it wasn't in the act of raising money for their political event to raise yeah. money to actively yeah. discriminate. If you folks can come them. individually, but when you're coming yes. specifically as a group to do this event, we don't yeah. support the event. And yeah. I think that's a clever way of doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm of two minds of this issue. So stop that. Um, so uh, <laughs> so my, my cat just clawed my leg to get my attention, um, but he did it in a really cute way. It's still very painful. Um, so on the one hand, Um, I strongly suspect that the Supreme Court case is going to end up going in a way that will allow, I suspect the language is going to be something like firmly held beliefs to be the basis on which somebody can deny service, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so when that becomes the case, I think that the, the goal should be to do the satanic temple thing of like, okay, good for the goose, good for the gander. And we should 
where possible, make life difficult to be an asshole in public. That's mm. that's what I think pragmatically should and probably will happen to a lesser degree, right? Um, but like in a vacuum, ideally, um, I don't think religion should be a protected class, right? Like we, we have amendments that say like race, age, religion, you know, these are these are protected classes, right? Disability. I don't believe that beliefs should be a protected class because there's nothing special about a religious belief as compared to say a political belief or a you know non-essential dietary choice or any other sort of disposition that an individual can hold. We just prop up religions as being special because of course, you know, you've been listening to our show for this long, you know why. Um, and so like in that regard, I see it as fundamentally different. Like it's a different level of argumentation to me. You shouldn't be able to deny service to somebody at a restaurant because they're black or gay, because these are immutable characteristics about the individual. You cannot change your sexuality nor your skin color. Um, religion is a mutable characteristic. One's politics is a mutable characteristic. Um, and so I think it's a fundamentally different class, and I don't see it as being hypocritical to deny service to someone because of their politics as opposed to their sexuality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think you both have made excellent points, and they are points that uh, fan of the show, Patreon supporter, guest, and personal friend of mine, Steve Kuno, and I have been having this dialogue back and forth on a Facebook post where I where I posted this article, and you guys pretty much touched on everything that we talked about back and forth with the one exception of Ryan's excellent point that I missed uh, in, in my dialogue with Steve that they were holding this as an event for this group's supporters at this restaurant. So there not only is this group tied to, you know, basically removing human rights for people that they disagree with based on their religious convictions, but they're actively trying to use this restaurant as a venue in order to drum up more funds in order to do that in the future. And mm -hmm. I hadn't, I hadn't really connected that as, as well, sure. We may not, you know, we may not want to uh, refuse to serve you based on your political ideology alone, but I'm not going to let you use my house or my place of business mm -hmm to host a group of people who are actively working to raise funds so that my human rights and basic dignity are stripped from me in the future. That, that I think is unacceptable. Yeah. And I fully agree with you, Taylor. So my, so when I posted this, uh, Steve, Steve made a, Steve made a comment that said, interesting. First, it's nice to see the shoe on the other foot for a change. Second, Anyone who supports Masterpiece Cakes should support this action as well. I don't and therefore don't. I ain't, I ain't to buy in the restaurant lawyer's arguments that this is somehow different. Third, dignity and comfort land too close to sincerely held for my taste. And I'm seeing little justification for the restaurant's expressed safety concerns. Fourth, still I tire of holding to rules that the other side flouts. Which, yeah, mm. I, I agree pretty much with, with all of that. 
but uh, my comment it's it's funny like you almost quoted what i wrote taylor <laughs> because because oh, okay. i wrote it i wrote as a response that for me it's a matter of discrimination for immutable versus mutable characteristics discriminating <laughs> right i was cool. like oh <laughs> I, I have to say i did not read your post at all like i've been off of facebook That's, all day yeah so, it was, it was just really funny it was like it sounds like he read my comment um but no and then i followed that up with discriminating against a group of people based on their age race ethnicity nationality gender identity sexual orientation or any other immutable characteristic is unacceptable Protecting your employees from harassment via a denial of service to a group of people whose actions are based solely on their own discriminatory beliefs seems to be not only fair, but worthy of praise. And then we had a little back and forth, um, and there was another person who chimed in um, not knowing what an awesome person Steve is and, you know, just reacting to people online as... Uh, NPCs basically <laughs> where where it's like I can do and say whatever because you're not a real person um, oh yes we need to reclaim this phrase from the alt-right big fan big fan <laughs> <laughs> what the NPCs yeah it's a, I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole it's used for video games but the alt-right started using it and oh yeah uh, Kanye even dropped it on Alex Jones which was really weird for me to hear um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last thing <laughs> yeah yeah we'll yeah we'll we'll talk about uh kanye in the in the uh, closing segment of the show but um steve said that he agreed initially with with my comment and said that if harassment is indeed threatened i'm not sure what he said agreed if harassment is indeed threatened i'm not sure it is i might have made it might have made more sense to seat the customers while remaining at the ready to eject them if and when they engaged in harassment. Else we might be landing too close to, quote, I won't serve LGBTQ people, LGBTQ plus people because what if they rape me or try to groom my children, end quote. And, well, and then I said, yeah. I said, I think that's also a bit wide of the mark if we examine past actions as a, as a prologue for any anticipated actions. I would, it would be a more analogous point if any of the women or LGBTQ plus staff had joined a group to fund or plan their child assault strategies or had already assaulted a child. I know I wouldn't want to place any of my employees in harm's way if that harm was rationally anticipated and could be easily avoided. And of course, throwing in Ryan's excellent point of, I also wouldn't want to provide something I own as a venue for somebody to raise money to, further their mission of discrimination and hate against a group of people based on immutable characteristics. But and I think that's where the right. big differentiation is as far as allowing them or not allowing them. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, like if the Westboro Baptist church wanted to come in to a restaurant and have a meal. Okay. Come in, have your meal, eat whatever. Yeah. And then get but the, the Westboro Baptist church was in there. <laughs> As a fundraising event to raise money for their next let's go fucking hate on the gays in the military, I'd be like, no, I really don't feel comfortable with you using our venue as a way to raise money for your hate speech. Mm -hmm. Please leave. Yeah. Well, and and I wanna I wanna like reductio this to a little bit more absurdum, right? Um, like if a if a local parish of like Catholic priests, like all for different, you know, churches within their 
archdiocese or however the fuck they they arranged that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Used a restaurant as like a regular, you know, Saturday hangout to like talk about sermons and shit like that that they were going to give the next day. I wouldn't really have a problem with a restaurant hosting that, right? Like that's that's far more standard in terms of religious belief, even taking for granted the fact that the Catholic Church is a pedophile hiding organization, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a difference between like hosting a sermon meeting and hosting a let's actively try and and undermine other people's civil rights meeting like that like even that hair can be split Mm -hmm. um you know there are coffee shops that i went to when i lived in in kansas that would have regular like bible studies and that kind of thing by students who went to a nearby christian college and it's like do i think that that's silly absolutely if i ran a restaurant would i tell those people to fuck off and go elsewhere probably not you know there there really is a big difference in terms of like intent I think in their meeting. Yeah, I agree. And I think, well, first, I mean, Steve's, Steve's comments come from a place of, you know, recognizing and wanting to protect marginalized communities and not wanting any blowback from Mm -hmm. this to, to harm them. Right. That they, that he doesn't want any charges of hypocrisy being leveled against them because Mm -hmm. of this move or that this could be used as a, see, they do it too kind of thing. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I think there is a, a difference here based on what I put in my comments to him. But and and I'll yeah. probably go back and, and revisit this and comment later with Ryan's excellent point about you know it's not just that this group it's not just that these people exist it's not just that they that they have a group where they've been doing these things and it's not just that they wanted to go to dinner they wanted to be in this group and host a dinner in order to raise funds. Or, or a dessert mm. reception, whatever, in order to raise funds and, and you know, tell their supporters that they appreciate them giving funds in anticipation of additional funds coming their way as, as, a, as a means of thanking them for their mutual hatred of other marginalized groups of people. And, yeah, that's – I think that draws a, a brighter line of distinction there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the whole like if if a Nazi comes and drinks at your bar and you don't kick him out, then congrats, you're now a Nazi bar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you if you know that if you know that he's a a Nazi and yeah. 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 Um but we did mention uh Uh. the artist formerly known as Ye. (laughs) We'll talk about or (laughs) formerly known as Kanye, I should say. Uh yeah, nah. We will talk about uh, that whole fucky situation more on the other side of this break. This is Sarah Ponte Rivera with the Satanic Temple's Gray Faction. You can learn more about Gray Faction at grayfaction.org or find us on our social media account on Twitter and Facebook. And you are listening to the Godless Revolution. We can go visit R. Kelly in prison. We can go talk to Harvey Weinstein. That's what Jesus did. Yes, because Jesus can save everyone. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We mentioned before we took the little break that we were going to talk about the artist oh. formerly known as Kanye West, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> who 
uh, goes by apparently yay now is how you pronounce it uh I, yay I or yeah is it uh, enough? Nazi? I don't respect him enough to call him what he wants to be called. So, <laughs> I think he goes by Nazi now. <laughs> yeah, the 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 masked Nazi on Alex Jones's show. Um, he has, of course, been making headlines all over the place because he's a shit show of a human being lately. Oh yeah, uh, just mm-hmm. I mean, wow, the things that he's shit saying is an understatement. Oh yeah, like this is a shit circus. Uh, three ring shit circus is what's going on. I knew a guy a few years back who was diagnosed bipolar disorder and he went off his meds and then did shrooms, which has a known bad interaction with people with bipolar disorder that can cause like episodes. And within 24 hours, he had posted Facebook photos of his weed grow operation out of his house oh Oh. uh quit his job by pissing on the floor um called the cops on himself and had several other elements of meltdown and that is the most informative experience i've had to watching kanye's breakdown (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah there was there was a former there was a former board member for atheists of utah who tried to <laughs> tried to physically attack me at a board meeting one time, uh, and he had some real mental health challenges. Um, yeah, this when, when this person tried to attack me, uh, Grant the Purple Dragon, uh, who has been on the show several different times, not for a while though. I miss Grant. We we should get him on the show again sometime. Yeah, um, yeah it's been a minute. Grant, but Grant ended up like th- I I. Had this person got through Grant, I like I was just waiting for it. I was excited for it. Like I was just like champing at the bit for, oh God, I hope he gets out of out of Grant's grasp Grant's grasp. But Grant like grabbed this person by the neck and was just shouting their name at them, just hey, and this person's name over and over in the middle of a restaurant <laughs> after this person had like thrown chairs and tables uh trying to get to me and yeah, it's it's interesting that that whole incident. Like Tracy doesn't remember a whole lot of it because she has some uh, past trauma from uh, abuse from a stepfather directed at her mother and her and her and her siblings. He was he was a very violent, very physically violent person who did a bunch of like like beat her, her mother and the kids. Anyway she has a real problem with violence of any sort and just kind of shuts down and, and like kind of dissociates and blacks out. Yeah. Like, like her, everything just kind of shuts down and she's a, she's a passive observer in her meat body as, as things are going on around her. Um, and so then afterward, when I told her that I was like really hoping that he would get out of Grant's grasp and, and I would like, I'm the whole time that Grant is grabbing this person by the neck and telling them to calm down or or trying to get them to settle down or try to keep them away. Like I'm just, I'm sitting there with this huge shit eating grin on my face. Like, come on, come on, come on, buddy. Come on, come on. Let's go. (laughs) And that, that, that disturbed her a little bit also, but (laughs) it was, was what happened. Um, 
But going back to Kanye, he had a meltdown <laughs> on Alex Jones's show. Um, and it's been a long time coming. I mean, he's shown signs of anti-Semitic views and just general weirdness for quite a while. But he recently went on to Alex Jones's show wearing a mask of some sort. Wearing, I think, what would you say, Taylor? Like a futuristic gimp suit? But I'm going to go one further. He is now like a futuristic gimp snowmobiler. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like a snowmobile outfit he's wearing in that thing, but he's wearing like some weird zippered up full. No, it's not a morph suit because it's got a zipper on it and a zipper by the eyes. Yeah. It's just fucking weird. Now he he legitimately looks like some of the like mooks that you gack in uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like big poofy clothes, weird mask thing covering their face, so they're you know faceless goons. Like yeah, he looks like a total NPC. So while, while, you know, he, he brought a Bible on set with him and had that in front of him the entire time, because of course he's claiming that all of the, his current beliefs are biblically based and true because of the Bible and his Christian mm -hmm. beliefs as well, they and are. He also believes that he's basically a prophet. Yeah. Yeah. Dude needs some help. And everybody around him who is enabling this behavior is is a real problem. But he's also a real problem. Milo Yiannopoulos, Nick Fuentes, oh, yeah. well, Alex Jones, and all of these people that that Donald Trump that get him on their shows and that interview him and have him doing all of this kind of bullshit antics for them. They don't give a fuck about him. They're using him as a means oh, no. to an end. Right, they're they're propping yeah. him up as their their token black friend who can say and do all of the things that they've wanted to say and do for a very long time, but they can have him on there, and then it's okay because it's a black guy saying it now, and that yeah, well, mm -hmm. his his mental health is of no concern to them. No, they don't give a fuck about him for sure. No, um, so Elon Musk, in all of his brilliance, decided to allow Kanye West back onto Twitter. And briefly, <laughs> very, very <laughs> briefly. And that went just as everybody with, with the ability to even half reason figured wouldn't be a long, a long duration other than maybe Musk would just leave him on there because, um, but that went about as well as everybody expected. He was mm. on Twitter again, briefly said a bunch of shit in, in, in fact, I think the last tweet he made was something critical of Elon Musk. And that's when Musk was finally like, well, I guess this is the end of the road for Kanye here. He just, I tried, but he's just still being a weenie. Were you going to say something? Sorry. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> so, so he goes on Alex Jones's show where he proceeds to praise Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Well, that's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler. Also, the Jew. I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that. 
invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Okay, so in that, we hear Alex Jones say, you're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. And then West (laughs) replies, well, I see a lot. I see good things about Hitler also. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I will say this about Hitler. He did kill Hitler. Uh True. (laughs) I like that one. That is a good thing he did. (laughs) If there's one saving grace to Hitler's existence, yeah, it's that Hitler ended up killing Hitler. Um, So I know... I know one part that's not in that audio clip. Oh, yeah? That is is Jones giving a huge out at the very fucking beginning of this. And it's in this article where it says, I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the Hugo Boss uniforms. Amazing. But just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say you like the uniforms, but that's about it? Oh, no. Like, well, he was giving like, him outs. Oh, yeah. Well, no, 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 he was not. <laughs> he was attempting to maintain the facade of his show so that he can launder white supremacist points on uh, his true. show. Yeah. He was trying to keep the mask on because his show operates on the like libertarian to alt right pipeline in the segment of you haven't taken the mask off yet. Mm hmm. But he, he I think he was also trying not to get Kanye to go, oh, no, I fucking love Hitler. Well, yes, but in service of of maintaining of his, his position on the, yeah. Well, yeah. well and, and Kanye basically did that, right? Like, so, so Jones says, you know, can we just kind of say you like the uniforms, but that's about it. And then Kanye says, no, there's a lot of things I love about Hitler. A lot. I love Jewish <laughs> people, but I also love Nazis. Yeah, which is just (laughs) just wow and here I will agree with Kanye everyone has something good about them but the second you start fucking murdering people that's out the window Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well and the other interesting bit of this aside from just the wow factor of it all the, the gobsmacked holy shit did he actually just say that spectacle of the entire thing was that after musk said that he was going to buy twitter kanye west said that he was well ah, uh, well then i'm gonna buy parlor i'm gonna i'm gonna do that i'm gonna i'm gonna buy parlor yeah. that, that that other really terrible social media site it's it's not truth social because that's that's trump's thing and it's not twitter because now that's going to be musk's thing so i need to have my own thing i'm gonna i'm gonna buy parlor that's yeah. what i'm gonna do and of course the 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 appearance on Alex Jones's show put the kibosh on that. Uh, was, oh yeah, it was They're like we know Parler is racist. We know Parler loves Hitler, but we don't say it out loud. Yes. Yeah, so so after his appearance on Alex Jones's show, uh, Parler, the conservative social media site, on Thursday <laughs> announced in a statement, "quote." The company has mutually agreed with Ye to terminate the intent of, s- of sale of Parler. 
Adding, however, that the decision oh. was made in mid-November. Sure it was. Sure it was made in mid-November, and you're just announcing it now. I'm sure that's what happened. Of course. Mm. Well, I, uh. I, I hate that I have to say in defense of Parler, but one of the other things that Kanye mentioned on the interview with Alex Jones is that his net worth was below like 400 million at that point. And like that may have even been a lie, which is still too much money for any mm -hmm. one person to have, but also is not buying a social media website money. Like, well, yeah. I mean, is Parler worth more than 10 million? <laughs> is it worth more than 10 million? No, but like, are they going to trust a person whose finances they know are like actively imploding? Probably not. You know, yeah. So I just looked, and this this says um, from Market Realist, Parler's net worth was close to one billion in twenty twenty one. Holy shit! Rest my case. Really? Yeah. Social networks, man. Like the, there's there's a dot com bubble coming, and it's going to be bad. Well, I didn't think Parler had that many users. Well, I guess I underestimate that. There's enough hate out mm. there that they got enough there users. Yeah. Underestimate the power of stupid Hate people in large groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a spectacle to behold, and it's sad and demented. It's especially sad knowing that there are people around Kanye West who I'm sure do care about him, who do love him, who do want to see him succeed, but are not doing what they should to really help him out here. There. No. Yeah, they're they're and, they're allowing him to be used by all of these conservative assholes. And I'm mm. pretty certain he falls into the realm of celebrity where he has a whole bunch of yes men following him. Oh, for sure. So he's in an echo chamber of, oh yeah, so what I think is right, right? Cool. Okay, cool. This is good, right? All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad that I happen to be in the category of people who has basically never liked any of his shit. Um, I've been laughing really hard at articles of like, oh, some tattoo artists are offering free tattoo removal or cover up for people with Kanye tattoos. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh huh. The well, and really, like, you shouldn't really, you know, idolize anybody to that degree. Anyway, I can't think of a a single person that I would want to get a tattoo of on my body. As but I'm sitting here in the studio, looking at a portrait of Carl Sagan who was drawn by the amazing artist Adam Brown, who I'm friends with. Uh, it's, a, it's a pencil drawing of Carl Sagan that I have framed and mounted on the wall here in the studio. He's mm. maybe one of the Mr. few people. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers, well, maybe, yeah. I got like uh, an homage to Carl Sagan in my tattoo kind of hidden with the, the uh, mm -hmm. DNA strand made out of stars. Oh, nice. Oh, I, I just, I don't. I don't see things improving for yay anytime in the near future. No. Uh, it's cool. He's going east. <laughs> Good. It's just, it's bad and it's gone from bad to worse real quick. I, I, I don't, yeah, I, that, I'm going to stop there because I have some personal opinions about what I think may happen that uh, are maybe not very kind. And I'll just keep them to myself, and you guys can. I was wonder. I was just going to wonder if this is the Pete Davidson effect. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know what that means. He's yeah. mad that Pete Davidson was 
now fucking his ex-wife and he just continues on through all the celebrities and he's like how the fuck did that Brian guy get Brian, with her yeah what? I'm gonna let you know something what every single thing that I know about any of the Kardashians is against my will <laughs> same here but I like certain people and like oh really that's going on okay nope yeah. well now you know mm -hmm. I hate that I know this the more you know G.I. Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you gentlemen would like to say about I just this? hope he I just hope he gets help. Like real help. Yeah. I don't I don't really care, to be honest. At this point, he's done enough damage that um like he gets what he gets. Like, I don't know. Uh yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a bad situation all around. Uh and aside from him being used and abused, um and it's it's while I'm concerned about him as a person, I'm more concerned about the people that he's harming in the process because he has a he has a much larger it's, platform and wields a lot more power and sway over the minds mm -hmm. and opinions yeah. of others. If if a boy is hit as a child, and then grows up and hits his children. Yes, he is a victim of prior abuse. Yes, he has trauma. He is still responsible for hitting his own kids. Mm -hmm. Moving away from Kanye a little bit, but but tangentially tied to that, uh, Kirstie Alley died yesterday, and I posted something on Facebook that basically just said, Kirstie Alley is dead at the age of 71, thus sparing us all from... You know, two years of her claiming how much she loves the former guy. And there were a couple different people who read way too much into that. That like I, I saw that. That like I was that one one person <laughs> one person made a completely unhinged comment that said, This post is just shitty. She was a person, even if we disagreed with her. Just because someone isn't smart or you disagree with them doesn't mean they should die. Do better. And uh, my response, Hard disagree. yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, well, my, my response was just, can you point me to where in my post I said she should die? Or is this something you've entirely concocted in your own head? Next, I'd appreciate it if you could explain why you believe I should mourn the death of someone who promoted conspiracy theories that are directly responsible for the deaths of an untold number of innocent people. Finally, Please explain why you would go out of your way to tell someone else what their own personal emotions should be about anything. We'll save for later an explanation about why you're standing a now deceased Nazi sympathizer, supporter, and promoter. And within 10 minutes of me posting that reply, they deleted their comment entirely with no reply. Did they unfriend or, you as well? Uh, I don't think so. I think they just deleted their comment as a, oh, maybe I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about or who Kirstie Alley was. Like, I may have some some sentimental feels about what she did or was in that I've seen as a younger person and have no idea the monstrous piece of shit she turned into later in life. That yeah, they were just a fan of Cheers. <laughs> probably. Or some of her films when she was younger and they believed she was very attractive or something. I don't know. It was just, it was kind of weird. Like it, it really just struck me as what the fuck are you even talking about? Like I nowhere did I say she deserved to die or should have died or yeah. even really said that I'm celebrating her death though. I wasn't at all saddened by it. 
Uh, yeah, it was just it's, it's not a celebration. <laughs> yeah, it, like again, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there were there were a couple I come from a dark world though. Like, so you were talking about earlier how you had watched. Um, you were watching Andor. Yes, and a speech that Luthien gives in episode ten. There's a line he gives where he's like, I have made my mind a lightless place. And I'm like, oh. A sunless place. Damn. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the writing it. Yeah. in that show is fucking awesome. We watched the yeah. last two episodes last night. Fantastic yeah. fucking show. I really, really enjoyed Andor. That was really good. I'm going to be really mad if I can't find a place to buy a model or Lego or something of his uh, ship that he has. <laughs> because I need to put that on my desk at work somehow. Oh yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah. I I feel like I need to go back and watch Rogue One again. Um, Me too. Mm -hmm. I said the same thing. Yeah. Well, I would I would hold off because they're renewed for another season. Andor is renewed for another season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd still like to watch Rogue One again though. In between. Yeah. And yeah, see, because you know it it shows us his demise. It shows us mm -hmm. the demise of Andor mm -hmm. in Rogue One. So I. Rogue One is my favorite film that's been done since the prequel trilogies, mm -hmm. but I hated that monk guy. The monk it. guy. I couldn't stand him. The blind monk in Rogue One who just repeated that same phrase over and over again. I don't remember. Couldn't stand him. I don't remember the yeah. blind monk. I see. Clearly, I need to watch it again. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that does uh, bring us to the conclusion of this episode. Uh, we we have run out of time. Before we go, though, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because they keep the show going. And I updated the list just before we started recording. So there are some changes that I thought were kind of fun. Uh, but I want to make sure that we thank... Two skeptical chaps. Alan Firth. All hail, Peanuts Buttra. Crucify the like button, leave a review on iTunes, and rate the show five times a day towards Celia Gray. Ed Harris. It's all shits and giggles until someone's giggles and shits. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I'm going to giggle and shit right now. Uh, John McCullough. Kevin Scheel. Ollie Olson. Schneid Duffy. Steve Kuno. Steve and Andrews. Theodore Sellen. Tiffany Hudson. Up Doug Willoughby. Vanessa. Clank Trucking. Corey Ebert. Don't be an up dog. Error 404, God Not Found. Jeremy Goodson. Jonathan. Marvin Draken. Martina Fern. Quiet avocado, or I'll sick the up dog on you. <laughs> oh, he absolutely looked at me when I said that. <laughs> and you too can follow avocado on Instagram. <laughs> uh, let's see. The next person is that guy. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Zeus 9SO. Amber Crellin, a new member. Yay! Welcome aboard, Amber. I know Amber. I've met Amber. She's a very fine person. I like Amber quite a bit. Uh, and her husband as well. Yeah, I've, I've met them both. Did I, did I pronounce the last name correctly? I believe so. Good job. Okay. Nicely done. Okay. Janet Uter. Purple Dragon. Sarah Segovia. Savita Kuna. Tim Jacobson. And James. Thank you all very much for listening. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter yourself, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash Godless Revolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode. And then you get all kinds of fun stuff. 
You get the episode before anybody else. You get extended episodes. You get bonus episodes every now and then. You get clips from the cutting room floor, extended outtakes, uh, priority if you send us messages or any topics that you'd like us to discuss, all of that kind of fun stuff. So thank you very much for doing that. And if you can become a member, we encourage you to do so. If not, that's fine also. In lieu of becoming a paid Patreon patron, uh, it would be great and would help us out a lot if you could rate the show on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever else you find it. Give us five stars and tell everybody that you like the show and that it's fun and that it's something that you like to do and they might like it also. Well, I am going to go get some dinner now and then I got to do some more work, but hopefully not for too long. I'm going to go sleep for like three hours and then go to work. Yay. I'm going to go to work <laughs> tomorrow too. <laughs> well, thanks, fellas. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye, ladies. Yeah. Ciao, ciao. Where's my button? There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Sorry, that's a phrase the Italians use a lot here for some reason. So, and they like don't it. mean it like in the same way that we do. Like for them, it's like, yeah, absolutely. As opposed to the like, instead, eh, fuck it, I've got nothing better dismissive. to do with Americans. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm about to do the old one-handed ticket to sleep town. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you going to rub out the bad stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, and the dopamine hit. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. <laughs>